0: It's always inspiring to hear the stories of influential people, their ups and downs along the way, to remind us that the best is yet to come. Sometimes we assume that the successful person we see is just a lucky person with lots of resources, which we lack. But when we get to know them, the magic happens. To witness how resilient they were in their lives how tenaciously they pursued their life's aspirations and missions and to illuminate our path so that we might join them on their mission. In addition to the positive changes that the social business creation competition has brought about in the lives of hundreds of individuals up until this point, I believe that it is even more motivating to learn how the SBC competition itself came into existence and what the motivation was behind it. And what is even more interesting is trying to figure out what exactly was the one who started everything and listening to her story. I don't know about you, but I think I'm pumped up enough to go and hear about the story of Mai Tai, the founder and director of SPC. So without further ado, let's dive in. Having an impactful income is your thing too? You want to start a profitable business that also has a positive social or environmental impact, then call yourself a social entrepreneur and let's be friends. Welcome to the Social Business Creation Podcast, a safe and real place for you to learn all about social business creation from the nitty gritty of ideation through opportunity valuation, planning, launching, and growth strategies. You'll not only hear about the survival stories of social entrepreneurs, but you'll also gain expert insights to help you push your entrepreneurial journey even further. This podcast is brought to you right from the amazing HEC Montreal University, one of the top business schools in Canada. It's time to get started friends, even if you're not ready. So let's dive in. First things first, what do you think about Mai's background? About her education, her story, I mean, everything about her life. Are you curious enough? Okay, so then
1: let's go. So I was born and raised in Vietnam. I uh, had my bachelor in linguistics in Vietnam and I was trained to be a professional interpreter but I've never really worked as an interpreter all my life has been an entrepreneur so I started my first business when I was about 14 and uh, since then I have started many businesses and got uh, a few good successes and I did my MBA in Hawaii and, and then my PhD in Switzerland and I came to Canada as a professor First, working in uh, Vancouver for Farley Dickinson University. I joined the entrepreneurial team to set up a new campus in uh, Vancouver. And then I moved to HEC Montreal to um, work in the International Business Department. There I created new courses and also a new program called International Graduate Competition. And uh, after a few years, it became the best competition for master students. And I also won the Pedagogical Innovation Award for the creation of IGC. And then I uh, gave IGC to another professor so that I could start social business creation. And it has been growing uh, significantly since I started it in 2016.
0: be expected, a wealth of experiences, opportunities for education, and of course, the inspiration to grow and improve. But are you also still interested in finding out how everything got started? I mean, her journey in the world of entrepreneurship. What do you think of that? Do you believe that it occurred immediately after she finishes her studies?
1: Uh, Well, so I started as an entrepreneur out of necessity, so my family had a certain period living under poverty and so all of us had to work, our parents, uh, my mom was sick and then so me and my brother we had to work to support ourselves and I realized that it's my passion. So we started, actually, it was not really business per se, but we started selling small things um, at a much younger age. So it was not really a formal business, but it, it taught me how to uh, buy things and sell things and make uh, a margin. Uh, and, then, uh, and then gradually, when I uh, grew older, I got more experience, and then I uh, opportunities came. And so I got involved in... Uh, cosmetic and uh, um, textile business. And then after that, you know, um, it was really a big success. I, uh, uh, I was responsible for the, um, developing the whole market in the north of Vietnam. And uh, I used a Canadian product and Dr. Paul at that time. And so when I left Vietnam, Dr. Po was really a big thing in Vietnam. So when you grew up in poverty, you see people and um, you see the difference, the the big difference between the rich and the poor. And then uh, what I've been doing all my life been trying to help others, and it's from my parents teaching. So it's about um, paying forward and uh, serving the society and then uh, the God will help you. So it's my parents' uh, teaching influenced me at first. And um, then when I did business and I, I could help my family first and then helping friends to get job
0: So it was a matter of helping family, friends, the mother country, Vietnam, And with such an open mind to the
1: rooms for improvement. And and, then when I went to Hawaii, I saw a big difference. Uh, uh, Vietnam was developing at that time at all costs. And I saw environmental impact and the cost of economic development. And when I went to Hawaii, it was um, uh, zero pollution and then... Then I met friends from Bhutan and many other countries. I was under, uh, I was with a scholarship uh, for its West Center scholarship. And I followed training programs and I met a lot of people, interesting people there.
0: And the crucial idea that money is an important means to help you even produce an impact. Thus, impactful income is what drew her attention to building a socially sustainable firm. And she also proved it in her own experience of social business creation a couple of years ago.
1: And then uh, I learned that the money uh, is an important mean uh, for uh, helping others, but it shouldn't be the end. Um and then when I was in Hawaii, I met very interesting uh, friends. When I was studying a course called New Venture Management, I, I had to do a um, homework uh, by creating a company as an exercise. And then um, I teamed up with an American student and a Chinese student. And three of us create a very interesting business together. It was birding Vietnam. Um, I was specialized in business, my American friend specialized in uh, birds and my uh, Chinese student uh, friend was responsible for tourism. So we just happened to meet, we came from three different schools and we happened to take the same class and then we had to come up with um, something together as a homework for the class and um so growing up in vietnam and uh also knowing about the environmental problems we we're having at that time we um uh you know, my my friends introduced me to the world of bird bird watching and then we discover a whole new market that um birding was the second most popular outdoor activity in the developed world and uh so, Vietnam at that time, we were uh, losing birds, uh, hundreds of birds, to extinction every year. And the loss of diversity, uh, biodiversity was a really big, big danger. And so, then we did research together, we figure out that um, people um, kill birds for meat, just out of necessity, necessity. they were so poor and they earn less than a dollar a day for killing birds for food. So, um, And the uh, earning was very fluctuating depending on the day. And uh, so we came up with a business model where we gave the bird hunters the incentive of not killing birds, but protecting birds. So uh, we created a birding business in which uh, we hire bird hunters to be bird guides and they earn a fixed salary of $1 a day, plus commission for the birds that they could show to clients. And then we got clients who are uh, avid bird watchers, professional bird watchers, who wanted to see birds in the wild. And these are, were very educated people. Uh, 60% of our clients were um, highly educated with a, a master degree or above, and they're pretty rich people. And, um, and so we uh, made a guarantee to our clients that they would see the birds and then uh, get the money to um, help the um, bird hunters, uh, to give them a d- different uh, source of income. And um, you know that our value proposition was very interesting to everybody because birds were getting instinct. And the bird watchers, they enter competition. They want to show uh, the uh, to their peers the kind of birds they see and then the, how well they take pictures, how well they understand the birds. So it takes a minimum six months or so to prepare for the trip. And uh, usually they rely on uh, publications to learn about the birds in the forest before they they, uh, they go on the trip. But in countries like Vietnam and other developing countries where birds getting extinct, so they have high risk of going to the forest, spending three weeks and see no birds. And so with our guarantee, then they could save a lot of time and money. And um, uh, and so for that business, we we got a uh, really good success. We help the environment. And uh, we were even in um, a SME and we got uh, personal letters from the mayors of uh, uh, Hawaii. And we were in news uh, during that time. Yeah, it was a, a, a big success.
0: And the realization that Everything she had done up to that point had been about social entrepreneurship. Aside from the fact that we have all borrowed the earth from our children and must care for it appropriately.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, And then I realized that what I've been doing has always been uh, social business in one way or another because I care about profit. I grew up in a communist country, so I know that if we only care about community service, then you kill incentives because human beings are selfish in a way. So um, profit is always important. But if you go after profit at all costs, then you run into the problem of the uh, uh, capitalists uh, that kill the environment and kill the society among them. So, um, so what I've been doing, I always care about profit and social impact at the same time because we die anyway. So, what kind of footprint uh, do we leave on this world? It's, uh, it's important. And furthermore, when I um, had my baby, it really changed my life too. Because then I say, well, if I say I love my baby, then what kind of world do I leave behind for my baby? So, if I just consume and Rob all the resources uh, of the earth, that means I am also robbing the future of my children. So then it drives me even more that we need to create a better world for our next generation.
0: But what about her extensive background in research? How did it all come from? And it reminds me of this quote research is a formal curiosity
1: uh for research uh well i've been a very curious person as part of me has always been entrepreneur right? so and i remember when i was small i never thought the same thing as my friends uh, i was always made fun of because when everybody uh, go left i go right and the other way around so when I look at things, I always try to see, you know, what if I could look at differently? What if I could do it differently? So it has always been um, innate in me since I was very small. And then that quality works very well as a researcher because researchers, you are supposed to be very curious. You lead the way, you find your question and then you find your answer. So, uh, yeah. And then I got very good training. Uh, I got uh, very good very, very good mentors who uh, taught me how to do research well. And then um, I got very good colleagues as well. And um, yeah, so it, it just happened that the work has been uh, well appreciated by the research community. But there's no recipe for that, except that I'm a very curious person. I work hard, and I uh, have very good colleagues who joined my, uh, uh, my my team? So we have complementary skills. So um, uh, yeah. So I I think it just that, like any researcher, just working hard and have an open mind and curious, um, cu- good curiosity like a baby. That's it.
0: Now let's shift our gears to the SPC competition. What is exactly the intention behind this competition in her own
1: words? Uh, Social business creation is a a global platform to promote social entrepreneurship through education, uh, research, and policy advocacy.
0: And when asked about the origins and the starting point of the SBC competition, she mentioned something extremely creepy. used to laugh at her 20 years ago when she thought of both impact and income because the businesses were all defined as profit-generating firms at that time.
1: So first of all, that I'm always for social business, right? So actually more than 20 years ago when I started my business, I talk about social impact and people laughed at me. People would say, well, businesses are businesses. They are to make money and the they, they word social entrepreneurship was not even accepted in the um, business school or in the um, research community or even in the business world at all. So, but then uh, luckily that many other colleagues share my thought and gradually the word social entrepreneurship uh, um, has been accepted in the uh, research community and now officially taught at many schools. Now, how SBC was created, it started in uh, my class. I uh, created a new, when I came to uh, HEC Montreal, I created a new program uh, in international entrepreneurship. And that course was uh, international new venture creation. And uh, when I was discussing with students about uh what it means to be an entrepreneur, why do we engage in business? and um what's the meaning in life and um and then uh, we got into a very, very hot debate with the students. So some students uh made very fierce comments about uh um, the, you know, the job of an entrepreneur is to create profit and to uh, get investment and create money. Uh, and uh, so for some uh, of them is say, well, the more profit, the better. And then I got students uh, would say that, okay, you talk about blah, 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 social so impact and so on, yeah, wait until uh, we are rich and then we have money to do that. But before we have our career career, Forget about that, you know, just focus on the career and be rich first. Uh, And then other students would say, well, business is too small, you can't do anything, so just wait for the government and not-for-profit sector to, uh, uh, to do the job and but then I also saw another uh, some other students say yeah we have to protect our environment we uh, 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 we are so frustrated with all kind of pollutions and uh, terrible things that are happening around us and so on and so forth uh, but then when we ask uh, how to do it and what kind of means do you have to do it and then these students say uh yeah wait and by miracle god will bring us money and resources to do that so both of them are very unrealistic so those who are way too much into profit not good either and way too much into social impact not good either and say and i, I told students that there is a possibility of making profit by doing good and by doing uh uh, uh good you make good profit And when you make good profit, it's your responsibility to do good for the environment and for the society. So, you know, businesses should be for the betterment of the society. And that was the motto. And then uh, later in the students say, okay, what you say is very idealistic. Uh, And when I share the idea to my colleagues and some of colleagues say, my, you are bringing communists to a capitalist country. And I say no, what I'm saying is not, you know, I'm both, uh, I'm for both profit and social impact and it's possible to do so. And then they challenged me, give me an example. And then at that time, you know, most of the example that, uh, and the case studies we could find come from big companies and then it's, of course, not convincing. And so I say, okay, I'm going to show what real examples. So I'm, I'm going to train students how to do that.
0: The beautiful sentence, I'm going to prove them that to have impact, you don't need to be rich first. You can create both impact and income, even as a newly grad student. So it all started from the classroom. And at the end of the day, it is serving the students in the classroom, the young social entrepreneurs to be. And the exact definition of impactful income, from her own words, businesses should be for the betterment of the communities, and it all starts
1: around twenty fourteen. Uh, so, so it's how it started. In uh, the idea started in around two thousand fourteen, and then I, um, uh, 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 and then I got my one year sabbatical. Uh, I to study about the uh, social entrepreneurship education and what's been taught and how it's been uh, taught. and uh, and then I came back. i uh, uh, the Social business equation was born as an example uh, to in, to to inspire students. So, yeah, student like uh, young students can make impact very early on in their career. They don't have to wait until they are rich and properly very old. Uh, to create impact.
0: That's awesome, I think. So how does she see the outcomes of the SPC for both the participants and uh, other stakeholders like judges, investors, and etc. cetera?
1: So uh, you see that we have uh, first mission is to change the mindset toward a new norm that profitability and social impact have to go hand in hand and i'm very happy that uh, we are really uh, propagating this ideology uh, to many students and a lot of our alumni come back to us and say sbc has been a life-changing experience and not just student participants but we see also the coaches and then the student volunteers and the students who work in the logistic teams and so on. So all of the stakeholders that um, join ISBC have changed their perspective. And uh, actually, one of the judges in in two thousand eighteen. So if he uh, he was not convinced about social business at all. He was a high profile entrepreneur with multi million dollars business. Is um, he's created. Uh, businesses and uh, sold businesses, and I invited him to be a judge, and he laughed at me. Okay, my okay, I'll be your judge, but I'm not convinced. But after judging our uh, competition, he came back uh, with a big letter to the director of HEC Montreal and also to the um, uh, uh, president of the board of HEC Montreal, writing that it's a completely changed his mind. And uh he's really a now he is really a big supporter of social business. And so everywhere he goes, he talks about social business. So and of course, you know, when you look at participants and the students who have been able to create social impact, got million dollars investment. So they attribute uh their uh success to the new mindset they learned from SBC. And we also um do survey with our participants and the uh, results do show that they changed their mind after each round of the competition so our objective is now to get more and more people get involved in uh, sbc knowing that not everybody will become entrepreneurs but our objective is not as an incubator to create new businesses rather we look for a way uh, to inspire people to show real examples of uh, how it's possible for young people to create impact and profit at the same time, so people coming out of SBC could become entrepreneur or could work for companies in whatever role, but uh, we want that new mindset to come with them. And so that's the first objective, and we've been very successful so far. And the other, um, the second mission we have is to promulgate this concept of social business.
0: OK, and you know, one of the funniest misconceptions about the social business.
1: When I started, it was not really accepted. And people thought of social business as social media based business. But we wanted people to understand that social business is a business uh, born for the betterment of the society um, with dual objectives. And now, now the, the, the concept social business has been better understood. And now, and fewer and fewer people see social business as social media based business. They do see social businesses as uh, the new kind of businesses that uh, uh, that support the development of the uh, society to a better world.
0: Does my Tai believe that people are born entrepreneurs? And then what is the role of education in their success stories?
1: And our third mission is to, um, uh, to help students to become better entrepreneurs. So if they have already what it takes to become entrepreneur, because, you know, you have to be born entrepreneurs and then education help you uh, improve your skills and open your, net, uh, your network and uh, open your mindset. Uh, and so entrepreneurs to be entrepreneur, you have to be born with certain quality and then education will hone your um, competences to become better entrepreneurs, and we are happy that the entrepreneur participants in our uh, competition have really developed to become a better self uh and you can see testimonies of our participants who have been able to create companies that how they have changed the business changed the way they do business so we are happy that we are on that way too and um and also the last mission is to help students to succeed in their entrepreneurial development so entrepreneurial development doesn't have to be creating businesses but it could be you work in your existing business and you bring in uh, innovation and new way of doing. And certainly we want students to promote the social business idea within whatever organization they work with. So that impact will be a longer term. So waiting uh, to see the results in the future.
0: And looking to the future prospectively, what are my ties i mean expectations for the svc now that the context has changed see can already see that uh, that impact when they approach the svc um i have a, a almost last question about the svc so we have go through how was it started how is it right now and like the impacts that we have but how do you see sbc in the future what is your vision since as you said the context has changed since 2016 uh, now social business as a concept is accepted and teach in some in, in schools even so how is your vision now for the sbc
1: you see that uh we are in a new normal with the covid and more than ever we see uh how important it is for businesses to join force to uh um uh, to really w- work together with the government and other sectors to create a good impact. And I remember when I created the concept of social business with uh, a hybrid of both online and offline training. And people laughed at me for the online part and say only cheap uh, programs uh, will, cre- uh, will teach online. But you know, COVID came and then people look at our success and yeah, our online part uh, was really a good success to prepare students. Uh, and then so a lot of universities ask us to uh, expand our training of the trainers to teach them how to create uh, hybrid training programs. And uh, so in the future, SBC is will always be a platform for. Um, collaboration. Uh, in among the uh, uh, universities and among researchers. Because we badly need the literature on social business to help businesses and students to uh, improve their practice, to better understand the impact of whatever actions they uh, have. Uh, Because there are always externality, positive and negative. If they uh, create negative externality, what to do about that? because there's always some cost of doing business, but how do you deal with the consequences of doing business and how to multiply the uh, positive externality. So a lot of research has to be done. So we want to uh, develop more on that. And so this year we created our first conference for researchers and it's been also a very good success. We attracted uh, 90 um, uh, presenters Uh, to our first edition of the competition so we will reinforce on the collaboration uh, with universities on the training and with researchers on the research to create new materials to help businesses and of course the uh, training for students and uh, creation of new business is always there and it's gonna uh, be uh, bigger i hope every year and then we will have the uh, trickle down effect. So the people who have trained will also train others and um, and their businesses uh, impact many other people in the society. So uh, we will multiply our impact that way too. And of course we wanna work with uh, existing businesses too to help them transform. As now we have been successful in changing the mindset. So people accept the idea that uh, businesses have to Uh, hit dual objectives, profit and impact at the same time, but the question is how. So now when you create a new business, you can create new um, business model, new uh, culture, and people think it could be easier. Uh, But now how about existing business? They already uh, created certain legacy, so how to transform. So our objective here is to uh, next step will be to help uh, companies to really transform, to become social businesses, no matter what stage and what kind of business they are in now.
0: And last but not the least, about
1: the power of social business in today's world? Um, actually, you you see that the United Nations has also rectified that, right? And um, we see that social businesses are the key to the uh, better new world because governments don't have all the resources. And uh, the best thing is, to change um, the way we do practice. If you look at all of the negative impacts we are having on the environment now, so, well, it's because of bad business practices and also because of the kind of products that businesses are putting out uh, for the convenience of consumers, but those create new habits and new um, uh, uh, kind of uh pollution, new kind of um, uh, bad cultures. So now if we can uh, have businesses to turn into social business, they they become more conscious of what they do and the kind of uh, consequences, the kind of impact they create. And and then if they uh, are motivated for the betterment of the society, and then they will change their own practice and they will change the kind of offering to the market. So, so I think that social businesses have to be the key to uh, address the core problems that we're having now, but also not just a crisis, but we look at the vision for the future. You now, what kind of products are we going to create? So, if we start our innovation process with a good purpose in mind, uh, we will um, uh, create a better future for everybody. So, okay. if we think of me and we both in the picture, it it's gonna be uh, positive for everybody. so so in a uh, a one sentence, I say, social businesses are the key to drive our society to a better future
0: it always seems impossible until it is done so stand up for your mission and do something like my tai cuz our world needs more mice This is Mamsa, your host for the SPC podcast. Thank you for listening. If you had fun or learned something from this episode, please share it with someone else who has been waiting for a breakthrough. Also, we are eager to hear your feedback on the podcast. So please leave us a rating and review to help us improve the podcast even more. Besides, we have an awesome community for the social entrepreneurs. For more information, hop on to www socialbusinesscreation.hec.ca
1: have fun creating an impactful income